Welcome back to the DA Sports Roundup. I'm your host, Charles Montgomery, along with my co-host, Nick Kramer. This week, we talk about the men's basketball team, the women's basketball team, baseball's return, and much more. You're listening to the DA Sports Roundup Podcast. WV Sports from WVU's independent student newspaper. Nick, men's basketball conference tournament play. A very exciting weekend across the board, not just in the Big 12, in all conferences, of course, on the cusp of the NCAA tournament. Finally, it's been two years because of COVID-19. And West Virginia with a tough task, playing Oklahoma State on Thursday in the quarterfinal. Lost to the Cowboys last week. Let's go back to last week's game. Let's just talk about that one real quick. Yeah, it was it was an impressive win for Oklahoma State without um, Cade Cunningham and Isaac Likely. Am I pronouncing that correctly? You Likely. are Isaac Likely. That is correct, sir. It was it was an impressive win for them. Those are their two highest scores this year, and they they came into Morgantown and took care of business against West Virginia. Of course, Cade Cunningham. I think anyone that has watched a little bit of college basketball this season has heard his name on multiple occasions. He is the potential number one overall pick in the upcoming NBA draft. He has made Oklahoma State a true contender in the Big 12 and kind of a dark horse in the NCAA tournament considering how the Cowboys closed out their regular season against us and Oklahoma beating the Sooners twice in a span of three days. Cowboys look pretty good and West Virginia looked pretty bad on Saturday. And I think more of West Virginia looking bad than Oklahoma State looking really good. It, Kate it was definitely more of West Virginia looking bad, but Oklahoma State had some guys step up. I mean, Avery Anderson came into this game, you know, not really doing anything. He goes into this game, he puts up 31 points in 30 minutes. Career high. Yeah. Career high. His closest career high was a 17-point performance he had earlier in the year. He only averaged 10 points a game before West Virginia, and so that was a huge boost. He was clearly the man on a mission that day for Oklahoma State, and you can't overlook the Boone twins, Caleb and Keelan Boone. They were both fantastic as well for Oklahoma State. They were just ready to play. They were yeah. just ready to play. For a game with so much at stake for West Virginia, you win this game. Coach Huggins gets his 900th career victory. And you lock up a two seed. And you lock up a two seed. Pretty big deals, pretty big milestones you could get right there. And now not only locking up a two seed for the Big 12 tournament, but a better, like a pretty good chance if they win that game, they also get a two seed going into the March Madness tournament. Now let's talk about that briefly. Right now, as of Wednesday night, West Virginia is a three seed in Joe Lenardi's bracketology. Of course, that is not a definite thing. It's just a bracketology. It's Usually pretty accurate. accurate. It's though. accurate, but it's kind of like a weatherman. He just changes his numbers every once in a while. So there's nothing that is totally concrete, except for maybe Gonzaga being the number one overall seed. But it changes. And so now when you look at this, West Virginia's a three seed. They're, the, they're a high three seed. They're the number two overall three seed. How far? In my mind, I think if West Virginia wins on Thursday against OK State, I don't think that moves West Virginia up to a two seed spot. It needs some movement ahead of it. But I think if West Virginia could maybe get to the finals of the Big 12 tournament, West Virginia would be, probably be a two seed. As, I think get to the finals and play well in the finals. I think regardless, because you have to look at it. Kansas State won tonight. Kansas State beat TCU, 8-seed eight, eight TCU, losing to 9-seed Kansas State. 
So the Kansas State Wildcats will play Baylor on Thursday in the sem- in the I'm sorry in the quarterfinals, and so the winner of that game plays the winner of West Virginia Oklahoma State, and that's what I'm saying is West Virginia beats a really good Oklahoma State team, mm-hmm. then West Virginia goes and beats Baylor, who's lost one time to Kansas, which was basically a fluke. It was a rust game, you know. It was they, a rust game. That is that clearly what rust. Yes. And Baylor came right out against West Virginia. A couple days later in Morgantown and beat the Mountaineers in overtime and were which right that was a great game. I I would love to see them play Baylor again. I wish it was in the final, not in the uh, what would that be semifinal? That'd be semifinal. Yeah, but you know you're you didn't get the two seed. You're not going to get that luxury. You're going to have to play them beforehand. Well, and that's what I'm saying is so now when you look at the NCAA tournament seeding, if West Virginia beats Oklahoma State and then goes and beats Baylor in the semifinals, that's a two seed. You beat a very good OK State team that's kind of flirting with a four seed, mm-hmm. three even a three seed right now, and then you beat a clear one seed right now in Baylor. That would make a strong case to the committee that West Virginia is a two seeded team right now. Yeah, regardless of when what you, they when do you put it like that. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know what was going on in my mind, but I was not. I don't thinking, know either. I was not thinking about them playing Baylor in the semifinal for some reason. What if you not look at the bracket today or something? No, I haven't. Be actually. aware, Nick. This is a real thing happening, sir. Have some have some respect for yourself and the team, okay? Please. Okay, you're sitting here drinking your Dairy Queen Blizzard here. Come it's on, a good Blizzard. Right? Take it for real here, man. But yes, West Virginia didn't look good. Now you get to come back, and this would be the thing that would happen: is West Virginia doesn't look good. It's beat up pretty bad against OK State. Only lost by five, but it could have been a lot worse. Oh, I mean, if, the defense if was Cunningham horrendous. and likely or even just one of them played, I think it's a double-digit loss. Easily. Cunningham plays. West Virginia loses by 12. Unless, unless for some reason maybe the issue was that they were just not awake. They were like, all right, well, Cunningham's not there. It should be an easy, you know. Well, and that's the thing. When you look at the last five games of the regular season, West Virginia went 3-2. and two. It's losses against Baylor and Oklahoma State. The wins came against nobody. Kansas State and TCU. Just put it, nobody. Came nobody. Against nobody. I mean, the 8-9 seed, I said it earlier. They played each other tonight in the first round of the Big 12 tournament. So West Virginia, to me, hasn't looked really good since that second half game against Texas, that 19-point comeback. Have, hasn't looked good in a win. I think they did look good against Baylor. Keep in mind, Baylor's the number two team in the nation right now. You know, They look good. They did look good in that they couldn't finish the game. I think West Virginia right now, what it is, my hope has not changed for them. And I still have pretty decent expectations on what they can do. But it's definitely a tougher road than what it could have been if West Virginia handles what it should have handled last week, considering it could have been and probably should have been the two seed. Yeah, going into tomorrow. easily should have been. And so that's the thing. I still believe West Virginia can make a run. West Virginia can win a Big 12 title. It's going to have to beat some great teams. But it was going to do that regardless. No matter what, no matter what to win the Big 12, you're going to have to go through some tough competition. Because if So let's shift down to the bottom half of the bracket. In the Big 12, two seed is Kansas. It's awaiting the winner of Iowa State-Oklahoma, which we have on TV here right now. Iowa State down a couple points against Oklahoma. Not a bad game. But the Sooners, seven seed, still a really good team. They would play Kansas if they beat Iowa State tomorrow. That's not an easy win. OU's played Kansas pretty well this year. Beat them once, actually. And so they played them pretty tough. 
And then the winner of that game plays Texas and the winner of the Texas-Texas Tech game. And both those teams are really great. And I think Texas could win the Big 12 tournament. Texas is good. There, there are four teams that I could see easy, like. Oh, it's a seven. It's, it's open. This is a seven-team bracket right now. All mm-hmm. seven te- The top seven could win this whole thing. Yes. You disregard 8, 9, 10 and TCU, Kansas State, and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. That's obvious. But from Baylor to Oklahoma, it's a pretty tough bracket. It's a tough field that whoever wins it. Whoever gets hot is going to win it. That That's and, really what it comes down to. And I think Texas Tech could win it. I think Texas Tech's been kind of lost behind a little bit. Texas Tech suffered some tough losses during the final week of the year. But Texas Tech's a good team. You just Texas need one Tech thing has to the players. They they well, have don't a forget great about roster. Mac exactly, I mean, he could be an All American by the end of this whole season. That kid's tremendous. Mm-hmm. This is, a, I mean, this is one of the most, if not the most, competitive the Big Twelve has ever been. It's certainly since West Virginia joined the conference. This is the most competitive it's ever been. Yeah, because I mean, in the past, it's it's always just been all right. Kansas is going to run away with it. That's true. You know. And you would get an occasional, oh, West Virginia's good this year, or Baylor's good this year, or uh, who am I forget? Texas is good this year. You know, or Texas Tech a few years ago. Texas Tech's been good for the last few years. But it's never been this many teams Seven that teams. are this good and this competitive. And Oklahoma State has been a very surprising team. We knew Cade Cunningham coming in. We mm-hmm. knew the recruiting class that Mike Boynton had put together down there in Stillwater. But I don't think a lot of people expected this with Oklahoma State. And then Oklahoma was a decent team going into January and then beat four AP Top 10 teams in the span of a month in January. It was tremendous. Moved from 24th one week in the AP poll to 9th the very next week, one of the largest jumps we saw all year in the poll. And Oklahoma is still a very competitive team. Lost four games to end the regular season. It's in a tight battle right now against Iowa State, and who knows how that game pans out. Neither team looks that good. But Oklahoma, you can't overlook Oklahoma. You can't overlook Oklahoma State. No. You can't overlook West Virginia, regardless of how the Mountaineers handled those last few games with the regular season and mm-hmm. who they did beat and who they lost to. I mean, it's a competitive Big 12 field. Very. That I, West Virginia can win. In my mind, it might be the most competitive conference, and, and I say that because the Big 10 – like, they're a great conference this year. They've got a ton of great teams. But they're almost a little top-heavy. You know, they don't have as much depth going all the way to the bottom. Granted, they have more teams, so I guess if you were to shrink down their field, it yeah, would be... Yeah, if you're a math nerd. Yeah, but we're not. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing too great. Well, I have an 88 in statistics. I'm okay. I'm not doing great. Rates. 88, whatever. Whatever, you know. But yeah, that's the thing, and that's why... The committee and Joe Lenardi and a lot of the analysts have said even the losses that West Virginia suffered, they aren't the worst losses. Florida no. Florida was a bad loss. Florida was, but... And Oklahoma State, considering who Oklahoma State fielded on Saturday, yes. that's a bad loss. That yes. was a bad loss. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of the worst losses West Virginia had. Considering who was playing that day for Oklahoma State, it's a bad loss. No Cunningham, no likely. Who would have thought... Avery Anderson was going to come in and score 31 points. I think we were all going into that game kind of marking it as a West Virginia win. No, Once we knew that uh, Cunningham and Likely were out, it was, it was like, all right, well, Huggins will get his 900th, and the Mountaineers are going to be a two-seed. I, I think we even mentioned it on the podcast last week. Oh, I was confident going in, but when Saturday morning the news broke that Cunningham would not be playing, Likely hasn't played 
since February 22nd mm-hmm. and is not expected to play tomorrow either. Huggins said he saw him in a cast on the sideline on Saturday's game. And when that news broke about Cunningham, my confidence speaking shot of, by the way, way up. Speaking of, uh, um, of Cunningham, by the way, he is, I believe, expected to play okay. in, in this game. Uh, that That is at least what I heard. I don't know if it's confirmed yet Mike or not. Mike Boynton Collie or something? Yes, actually. I talked to Coach. <laughs> you are good for you, Nick. Way to be the insider here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can go help the police with the situation that's been going on tonight with the guy with the knife. Well, but, uh, I'll try. Try and identify him. <laughs> but let's move on. We talked enough about men's basketball. It is an exciting week. Selection show Sunday is on Sunday following all the conference tournament championships being played. SEC and the Big Ten are not finished until Sunday. The Pac-12, Big 12, and the ACC finish Saturday along with, of course, the Big East. And so it's it's interesting. I am confident West Virginia. I'm confident West Virginia can win tomorrow. I'm, I Like I said, I'm confident West Virginia can win this thing. It's You just don't know, and it's so competitive. It just one thing needs to click. And I think one thing that needs to click for West Virginia now needs to be Sean McNeil. The kids 2-14 mm-hmm. combined in his last two games for three-pointers. That's not going to work. It's not going to work tomorrow. That's not going to work next week in Indianapolis in the tournament. That needs to get going. But let's move real quick. Let's talk a little bit about, do you have some wrestling info for us, Nick? We had a big, with the Big 12 tournament championships this Hopping weekend. right on over into yeah, wrestling. Let's go right. to the mats. Okay. Let's go to the mats here, sir. Okay, well, uh, the Mountaineers did have six uh, wrestlers finish on the podium uh, in the Big 12 championships. Of those six, though, three... Uh, received automatic bids into the NCAA tournament that begins, I believe, March 18. And uh, those three are Killian Cardinal, um, Peyton Hall, and Noah Adams. Cardinal and Peyton Hall, I do not believe, have ever wrestled in the NCAA tournament. Cardinal was made it in last year before it was, you know, canceled. Adams made it in last year before it was canceled, but he also made it as a freshman. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And then also, as of yesterday, it was announced that Ryan Sullivan was given a, or a at-large bid to the tournament. So there are four Mountaineers going this year. Okay, we've got a pretty mm-hmm. decent field. Noah Adams, of course, not winning the Big 12 title, losing to... Who he lost to the rest of the season. His only losses this season, all three, Stephen Buchanan. It's incredible. Last year, he took care of Stephen Buchanan just fine. This year, seems like Buchanan kind of upped his game. Stephen Buchanan is from Wyoming. That is correct. He's a cowboy, huh? Mm-hmm. I think we could pay for you to fly out to Laramie, Wyoming, and pay a visit to old Mr. Buchanan and kind of talk Break some sense. Break his le- Oh, yeah. Break talk his some sense. Whoa. <laughs> I wasn't winking when you <laughs> said that. Weird. What? <laughs> we haven't made a, the move to YouTube yet along with this podcast, but... Okay, Nick, a little bit uh, crazy on us here. But, yes, pretty good field for the Mountaineers. Not the greatest showing at the Big 12s over the weekend, but still some good wrestlers, very good wrestlers, going to go to the NCAA. It was, it was a solid showing this year for the Mountaineers compared to the previous couple of years, and you can tell that they're getting better. They are a lot better. of the guys uh, finishing on the podium are guys who were not on the team last year. And that was some great recruiting, great transfers that Coach Flynn brought in. But let's make a quick. We're gonna make a quick transition again for you. We're gonna move from the outdoor, indoor sports to the outdoor sports. 
We are going to go to the baseball diamond. Last week, Nick was very sad, very <sighs> depressed, I could say. I could yeah, say with well, confidence that he was depressed. A little bit. Baseball. Nick, do we have good news? Well, I think first, we do. First, let me just break down why I was depressed. Please. Okay. Well, we were going to have that 60-degree beautiful home opener. Got postponed. Yes, okay. the weather. Yeah. Well, when it's warm like it is today, it's baseball. Weather. Well, when it's warm like this today, apparently someone gets a little too <laughs> crazy with a knife <laughs> and threatens people and runs away. Because that was what we were getting alerts for for the past two hours when we were at Dairy Queen. Yeah. That Ooh. was a little excessive, sir. <laughs> 70 degrees doesn't mean bring out the knives. No. It That's 80 not. degree weather. Yeah. 80, wait 85. Few, wait till June for you know, to happen here. Exactly. But no. Anyway, the good news. Yes, I guess. The Mountaineers will continue their season starting on Friday. I don't really understand the move here. They went from a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series to a... Friday, Saturday, Saturday. They're doing a doubleheader on Saturday instead of doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Because COVID doesn't come out on Sundays, apparently, I guess. You mean on Saturdays? There's no game on Sunday. That's what I'm saying. So then it would be coming out. It would be coming. But it would also be coming out on Thursday. But then it could come out on Monday and then Tuesday. If Wednesday was looking back at Tuesday and Monday, it could come out that day too. Exactly. Okay. Sure, that makes sense. It does. (laughs) Anyway, they will play Central Michigan in Morgantown at 3 p.m. on Friday. Chippewas! And the whole series is going to be broadcast on my favorite, favorite network, ESPN+. Oh, I, I just love. Oh, it is on that too. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just love ESPN Plus. We're not sponsored. No, we aren't sponsored. We don't like ESPN. We might Plus. be. I think every true Big Twelve and West Virginia fan does not like ESPN Plus. But you guys do that from us. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who would would love to still work at ESPN or ESPN Plus, not. I love it. Sure. Yes. <laughs> but Mountaineers. Needing to get back quickly, they do. They only missed out. Four games were affected by this COVID pause. And it has, it has not been announced if those games will be made up. Um, currently, they just are sitting there as postponed. I do not know if they will make them up. I feel, in my mind, I feel like they might make up Marshall later in the season. Uh, they are expected to play down in Huntington against them, so they could play them twice down there. I'm actually, I, I don't believe they are. Are they not? No, they are not scheduled to play... In Huntington this year. Okay, where they scheduled to play? That Beckley. it was just here. That was it. There was, there's no other game against Marshall. Year. No. You told me they they were. That was misinformation by me. That that was a complete lie, yeah. sir. Yeah, I, I was wrong when I said that. Oh, and real quick, today the news broke. Was, Shane Lyons announced as the NACDA 2021 Athletics Director of the Year. That's huge. That's pretty awesome. That's round of applause. That's our guy Shane Lyons. Our Awesome athletic director that guy. He really done. is. He you know, had, he's no, doing that, a great there was job. No sarcasm at all. That yeah. is a pure statement. He is fantastic. Yes, he. He is. has made the moves. West Virginia wanted to be a Power Five university in athletics, and he is making it. And it is. And, a and, and he he is willing to spend the money on upgrades. You know, you have to spend the money to become I mean, a competitive university. Look at the, the football five. stadium upgrades. Look at the basketball court upgrades, the scoreboard the upgrades. Coliseum in general. Exactly. He's done a lot for the Coliseum. And then, of course, they're getting a whole new student-athlete development that'll center. Be, that'll be cool That would be great. Done. That will be. The Aquatic Center, 
out at Milan mm-hmm. Park. There's another thing. I mean, it's countless things. Was the baseball stadium under him, or was that before him? I have no idea. I honestly do not know. It's not that old. No, exactly. That's why I'm wondering. I don't know. You but could be right. Either way, the baseball stadium is pretty nice. They're looking good again. Uh, brought in Flynn for wrestling. Okay. Still he, hasn't gotten he was us a the, nationally recognized coach. He still was hasn't gotten us an equestrian team, and I'm pretty disappointed we don't have an equestrian team. Ever. Or a water polo. What is this? Okay, the baseball <laughs> stadium started... Sure, okay. The baseball stadium opened in 2015. He was hired in 2014, I believe. So Something tells me so, he wasn't really a big part of that, unless they built that in one year, which okay, I Nick, doubt. All right. I'm just saying. We I, were being really positive. Now I'm just saying. I'm, say, I'm, I'm not being negative. We I'm appreciate what he there. does. We, we love what he, he does. He told him to put the scoreboard out there. It's a good scoreboard. Okay. Yeah, there. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'll get a new host next week. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, probably smart. No. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go back. We're going to go back indoors now. We're going to wrap up the podcast no. with... In or out. In or out. Come on. Would you let me handle this here? Women's basketball. Mountaineers in the conference tournament. Now, they are a two-seed this week. They are playing on Friday. They will await the winner on Thursday of their game. They will play Friday in the Big 12 Women's Conference Tournament. Mountaineers, they ended the season pretty well. They have an opportunity to really be kind of a sneaky team in the NCAA Tournament right now, projected as a four seed according to ESPN Bracketology. So the Mountaineers... Who do, do you think Lenardi does the Bracketology No, for it's that? a Charlie someone. It's a oh, guy okay. who does one. I forget his name, uh, his last name, but he's... Very, I was going to say, you know how much basketball you got to watch to do... Two oh, sets I, of Joe that? Oh, busy be... enough as it is. Exactly. But on top of that, we had the Big 12 honors were announced as well. Mm-hmm. Kaiser Gondrzic, a unanimous decision, first team All Big 12. And Esmeri Martinez was a first team All Big 12 member. On the men's side, Derek Culver was a first team All Big 12 member. The only forward on the that. The only forward. Miles McBride was second team All Big 12. Gabo Saboyan was defensive player of uh, All Big 12 defensive team. And then Jalen Bridges, All Freshman team. Pretty mm-hmm. good. For the Mountaineers, no yearly awards. And, of course, we had the big news came out yesterday. Naismith Hall of Fame announced its finalists for the 2021 class. And it's a class. fraud. I and um, the Naismith Hall of Fame it. isn't real because Bob Huggins, for the fourth year in a row, is not named a finalist and will not be inducted into the Hall of Fame again. I don't know what he's got to do. We're going to look up where the Naismith Hall of Fame is because I don't think anybody cares about that place because I've never heard of where it is. Everybody knows where the Pro Football Hall of Fame is in Los Angeles. Hmm. He didn't it catch is... on to that. Nick didn't catch on to that. I said the Pro Football Hall of Fame is in Los Angeles. Uh, well, that's just wrong. Uh, it's in Canton, let's be honest here. But I was looking up the Naismith Hall of Fame because you said to look it up, right? Toledo. Nope. Lawrence, Kansas. Wrong state. It Ohio. is in the Northeast. New York. Nope. Massachusetts. Of course it's in Massachusetts. Springfield, Mass. You know who coached at UMass back in the 90s? Give me a hint. John Calipari. Hmm. And John Calipari fans are against Bob Huggins. Are they, though? I don't know. Calipari and Huggins are very good friends. I was going to say. That's probably I, a lie Yeah. on my part. Now you're just spreading, spreading lies. But, yes, the women's basketball team, why did we jump all the way over to the Hall of Fame? I don't know what happened there. But the women's basketball team for West Virginia, a two-seed in the Big 12 Conference Tournament. I'm trying to pull up the bracket so I can tell who they're playing, but this thing is dumb. Nice website, Big 12. We sports. need an intern. Yeah. That's what we need. Call up Billy Football. 
So the Mountaineers, they will be playing Friday. They await the winner of, hold on, hold your horses, number seven seed Texas Tech versus number 10 seed Kansas State. So West Virginia will play the winner of that game on Friday. So a big opportunity for the Mountaineers. They have never been to the Sweet 16 under Mike Carey. Like I told you, right now projected as a four seed in the NCAA tournament. Won a few games here in the Big 12. Could be a three seed if they win the whole thing. You never know. Two seed, we'll see how they do. Could be interesting. It'll be an interesting you know, week here with women's and men's basketball in the conference tournament. Both teams very capable. Mm -hmm. The women's basketball tournament, not as wide open as the men's. It's kind of more... West Virginia and Baylor. Yes, there yes, it is. There aren't many contenders in that tournament field for the women's side of the court. Mm -hmm. Not very open like the men's side, but it will still be very entertaining. Mountaineers with a very good opportunity. They've been dealing with some injuries, dealing with some roster movement, but they are still very much in the hunt for the Big 12, very much in the hunt for a decent, deep run in the NCAA tournament. So it'll be very exciting for us to talk about it next week. Hopefully, both teams do very well. We will see men's kicks off on Thursday, quarterfinal round against Oklahoma State. Women's kicks off Friday evening against an unknown team. Could mm -hmm. be Kansas State, could be Texas Tech. We will not know until Thursday who the Mountaineers will be facing in Kansas City, the women's team, who they will be facing. But West Virginia men's will take on Cade Cunningham in Oklahoma State, a rematch from just five days ago. It'll be interesting. Cade Cunningham out on the court this time. Mountaineers. A lot on the line. Bring your A game. A loss will drop them in the seeds, I think. I think it could drop them down to a four. Mm -hmm. And that would not be good. No. That will make it even harder. A three seed, very manageable. You can make a really good run. Yes. Two seed is, of course, the best option right now. I think it's out of reach for a one, regardless of what you do. You could win the conference tournament. I don't think I think you would have to beat be Baylor one. by like 60. Well, I think you need, not just that, I think you need a lot of movement ahead of you. Yes. As that in is, that Ohio is awesome. State, Illinois, Michigan, all these teams kind of drop off and mm -hmm. not do well in the Big Ten tournament, which start started tonight, actually. It'll start tonight. So we will see how that turns out for the Mountaineers. We will be back next week to talk about that and give our NCAA tournament preview. It's getting good, Nick. I got my bracket getting up on the Getting that good wall. time of the year. It is that good time nice of the year. Nice weather, great basketball. I'll be indoors Gotta all day it. watching hoops. So so will most people. That's true. That's true. But or we'll they'll see. be outside watching hoops. Either one. Yeah. Take it at your pick. But that that is Nick Kramer. I am Charles Montgomery. This is it for the DA Sports Roundup podcast. We will see you next week.